what's that guy's name? Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman. Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! Let's get some luminescence in this motherfucking show. First of its kind, the first dome. Anyone, 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 anyone. Man, it feels loud. Oh, and we're rolling, folks. Fuck hello, yeah, hello, dude. hello. Back Everyone's to, here. Back to basics. No fucking guests this week. Hopefully, we'll get one next week. Who knows? Maybe we'll have to pull from from the the what's the the bag the bag of guests that we have the the, yeah. the repeat section the, the usuals. The, you know, we got our regs. We'll like, get them on again. Yeah, I, I outstayed my welcome, so no longer a guest. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you <laughs> you went from guest to just scum that we can't get rid of. Just yeah. This Parasite sucking the blood out of the show. <laughs> Get rid of him. At least back, you got a shirt on this check. time. Yeah. I was contemplating not. I'm surprised you brought that up. Like, I'm I actually pay attention to what I put on just because I see a camera and I'm like, I gotta get in the fucking right. Well, I mean, you didn't pay attention that one time you showed up without a shirt on. Right, that's why. But it was intentional. Then, and then the next, and then I think the next week you had your work shirt on covered in paint and shit. That was gross. And it's just like, come on, man. Hey, uh, respect the damn. Turn me up a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where are you in here? I think you're there. And I got you up. Oh, I'm getting some uh, static. Maybe play around with that. Go talk. Shit. Is that going to be. Well, play play something. How how loud is your iPad? Oh, it's it's coming out of your iPad. Fuck. (laughs) Me. Try the other one. Try the other dongle. Uh, I can't use the other one. Uh, I feel like that should work though. Why did, are you sure it didn't? It just didn't connect, or what's? How about now? All right, try something. Spell red. It's coming through <laughs> for some reason. It's coming through uh, David's. Uh, but I know what you're about to play. <laughs> it's it's a it's a classic uh, Howard Stern Beetlejuice segment, isn't it? <laughs> It wasn't a segment. I have a little soundboard set up. Oh, you've got Ooh. a soundboard I got, now. I got a little soundboard Damn. set up on the on the iPad. Well, what, do you, what do you think? Should we pause and like maybe play around with it, see if we can get it working real Fucking quick, and then game. come back in with it? Sure. Turn up the I heat mean, up we, in we this could bitch. try. Well, okay, yeah, let's try that real quick. Yeah, we're back, and we got Spell it working. Spell red. Red. L S T E R. Hell yeah. I, I, I'm interested in hearing when that sound drop is appropriate. Yeah, when it's appropriate. Whenever Richard mumbles some goofy shit. Uh, whenever Richard has trouble speaking. Uh, I'm gonna start acting bleak, man. Whenever Richard has trouble speaking the when shit, I- we're gonna ask him to go and spell red on a bitch, and he's gonna be like, yo, L E S T. Yo, I wish that Richard would molest me. Uh, it would be so neat, it would be so nice. I wish that he would just go and do it twice. Yeah, whoa. he'd come to my hood, he could cook me rice, and I would eat it with a spoon and slice it with a knife. Uh, pull my hood down in my hood. Yeah, you know me, I wish I could drive through the hood with my hood up. And my hoodie on, yeah, I'm about to uh, feel truly gone off the beverages. I got my hoodie on, I just went to Sam Goody, and I'm gonna get me a TV screen. TV screen, yeah, you know, I'm feeling mean. Yeah, I might get some motherfucking cheap CDs. Fatality. Ooh, okay, I could see that one being used, and uh, like, if someone gets burned. 
Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try and reveal them throughout the throughout the episode. Um, it's really hard to not overuse this. Like I feel like I mean you haven't you've yet to show that it's hard to overuse it because this is your first experience. But well, I, I just want to keep clicking all of them all the time. Oh, yeah. the well, thing. I remember when uh, when we had uh, Juan and Vaughn. Oh on yeah, yeah. Time. I a made classic episode. I, yeah, I made the mistake of handing Vaughn the soundboard, and it was like, oh, he's just he just likes pressing buttons. Right. <laughs> What's great is that I have the soundboard and the notes on a split screen on my iPad. So I really don't have to do that goofy thing where I'm looking at my phone and like moving shit around. So I don't understand how I didn't realize how effective this was. By the way, the, the beat was called Bless by Katsuro and B. Frankie. I'm, there's some Japanese influence, I think. <laughs> I expect I mean, you to take that on camera. Alex. Well, I've, I've, I don't really have a choice. Uh, what Richard is talking about right now is I'm about to do the first ever uh, gravity bong hit in Dome oh, podcast history. Fuck yeah. It's kind dude. of like a dome. You know what I mean? You're pulling up the dome. It's like our spirit animal. <laughs> if it was alive. Oh, here we go. It's happening. Wolf bongs are alive. Grab bongs are alive. Richard, you are saying some nonsense right now. But uh, guys, a don't mind me. object can be. Sorry, it's hard to not. Uh... It's true. I guess the grab are bong Are you hit. challenging me? <laughs> What's that? Uh, that's a you Joe gotta Rogan thing, unscrew right? it earlier. No, that's, than a, that. that's Shaggy. Oh, yeah. oh it's happening. Oh, a little sippy sip. Hell yeah! Ooh, it's the inaugural hit. You can get a little water. In all there. the all the water uh, yes, uh, on the on the table with all the equipment is scary. It's definitely something to keep in mind. That is a good as point. far as a, a, as <coughs> devices go. It's very like like really hard to knock over. Oh, it's sturdy. Yeah, it's definitely. very sturdy. For for the listener, it's made out of a, a a mixed nuts <coughs> container from Costco, and then just a traditional one liter <coughs> bottle of of, of soda. Oi, uh, wozers. Well, now we're faded. I feel like I should start hitting this blunt then, since everybody else is getting faded. I don't, man. You said you had a lot on your mind. You sure you want to? Dude, I have a lot on my mind because I'm interviewing for Corporate America, and I just learned that I got a second interview, which means that out of 15 people or out of 20, I don't know, apparently there was more than 10. And out of the more than 10 that were interviewed, they landed on two, and I'm one of the two. And that in itself seems like a success. You know what I'm saying? Like I was able to do better than 80% of the candidates. And in my book, I don't even need to get the job. I'm like, yeah, there you go. That is pretty nice. Yeah, it's a good confidence boost for sure. But now I'm fucking, you know. How'd you find out those stats where you like you you know that you're the uh, you you made it like you're two out of ten or whatever. Okay, you want to hear this? I when I found out that the rec was open, I was like, okay, I need to apply for this. But I know that a bunch of people are gonna apply for this. I need to speak directly with the fucking district manager who I've only spoken to twice in my life. So I called him on the phone and I was like, hey, dude, I applied for this job. I deserve to get it. I'm the man for the position. I'll fucking suck your dick. And he was like, I'm glad you called me. This is the number one thing that you're supposed to do in these situations. Just do your best. And um, if you get through the first round, there'll be a second interview down to the last two where you'll interview with me in person. They gave you like a little uh, cheat sheet, right, of the questions and whatnot. Well, I'm not supposed to get the cheat sheet, but I spoke with my former boss and she was like, here's kind of the. Um, the guidelines of what you, they want and what they're looking for, just prepare for that. And I I did pretty well. I mean, obviously, because immediately uh, the day, less than 24 hours later, they were like, all right, second interview tomorrow, let's go. And I was like, oh, sh for, dude, I did the first interview. I'm wearing a suit on Zoom, 
and the dude who's interviewing me doesn't have his camera on. So I'm interviewing with oh, like a wow. voice. And it was totally um That's kind of surreal. It was eerie. It definitely I was like, this could be just AI. I don't I mean, I almost don't I feel like it's more beneficial for the interviewer to also like have that presence though. It's weird that he would insist on not showing his face. Well, you know what it is? It also because uh, I've done those I don't want to see the person that I'm interviewing with Because if he's maybe looking at a picture of his kids Or sitting eating figs Yeah, he might have a whole day fucking lit up Yo, I would rather not see my interviewees Because I'm pretty sure they are not as handsome as me Why am I over here interviewing ugly hoes, ugly bros? Yeah, I don't know, I just want their clothes off I just want their clothes off Yeah, I just want to go soft in my bed and yeah. get crazy head instead of interviewing all day i'm drinking lead straight out the pain. i've been drinking whole cans of paint yeah you know what you are no i ain't i ain't that main and that's Whoa. why i turn off the motherfucking screen when i interview wing yeah i ain't being seen uh, interviewing every day yeah i'm screwing every place Whoa. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a little soft Oh, hi, Mark. Speaking yeah, of fucking drinking lead. Okay, go ahead. Fucking work is insane. I'm bathing in lead. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it just, sounds like an unsafe work environment. Oh, extremely hazardous. But we're in, like, Tyvek. We're in fucking So you look like you look like the dudes in E.T. that take over the house? Yeah, but somehow you still get dirt everywhere. I, I got to figure out. Uh, Which so the, is all lead. The oh, hi, Mark drop that you just put on us. When okay, we already okay. So the what was the first drop you showed us? The, oh yeah, juice. the Beetlejuice drop. Uh, so if we've established that's more more when when someone says something stupid. Yeah. Okay. Really. Okay. I like yeah. that. Now explain to me the one you just did. The oh hi mark. That that one has really no explanation. <laughs> it just uh, feels good. That one that one does feel good, right? Uh, maybe it's just like um uh. Out of left field comment would be an oh hi mark. Okay, okay. I got a couple other ones that. Um, let me just hit one more for you right now. Are you delusional? Do are, do you suffer from a mental illness? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Who is speaking? That's my. Uh, Come the, on, Rich. I just the, wanted to clarify before I get it wrong. All the, right. the great Doctor Phil, who okay. who brought the world. I'm pretty uh, sure he's bad the, baby. He's the only person who sounds like that. That, that you know sounds I mean? like yeah, a, yeah. an ex. An aggressive right wingist. Yeah, he sounds like a white supremacist. Yeah, well, you can hear it in his voice. Yeah, that 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 voice specifically Florida, though, just going after you. That voice specifically though is Doctor Phil voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I don't. I hear that and I think, oh yeah, that that's absolutely. Like Dr. I can Phil. I can Welcome hear the mustache in his voice. Sorry. What was that, Dave? Sorry, Dave. I can hear <laughs> the mustache in his voice. Um, yeah. And the bald head. <laughs> you can hear the bald head shining. What, I, I loved the. Okay, so back in the day when bum fights was a thing. Oh uh, my god, horrible. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. Pretty aggressively. Uh, right, but uh, horrible for humans, Richard. Yeah, it was definitely uh, a lot of human rights violations. But anyway, the point is that um, <laughs> uh, Dr. Phil had the, the guy on who was behind the camera uh, exploiting these homeless people and whatnot. And the guy shows up to Dr. Phil. Dressed as Dr. Phil. He's got a bald wig oh, on. Oh, wow. I've never or, seen Or this. maybe he shaved his head bald. And then he's got a big fake mustache on. And uh, immediately, Dr. Phil is like, this interview is over. 
you exploit people, blah, blah, blah. And, and the other guy had a pretty good counterpoint. He's like, you exploit people on your show every day when you bring them on here. Like, how am I any different from you and whatnot? Which, I mean, granted, the bum fight saga was pretty pretty deplorable at the end of the day. They, they were literally like, yo, beat the shit out of this guy for $10. Or, or like, like well, I'll give, I'll buy you a BLT yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. If, you, if you guys beat the shit out of it. Like, Which is really fucked up because, <laughs> like, you know, bums will do anything to get a hit. Or, yeah. Right, and they're probably already high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it reminds me of that movie that you and I watched. That, it's like that Australian movie or huh. I forget what it is, but it's like some, uh, there's an old, uh, the old man with a shotgun. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoa. It's called... The ho- hobo with a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun. It's not Australian, I don't think. Oh, I think shame. it's. I think it's uh, Canadian. It's Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Which pff, uh, people say that Canada is the Australia of the of, of the, North America, and <laughs> and, 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 the, and they might be right. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely not. I ac- feel like it's actually the ag- exact opposite of Australia. You could consider Canada well, like they're, how they're, yeah, yeah, like it's Canada- like a soft spoken place, Can- and they're all very polite, and there's like no dangerous wild animals unless you want to count like right. bears or whatever. Oh, but, the most dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I don't know, man. Australia has hippos, which is technically the most dangerous. Well, right, and also in Canada, nothing dangerous can live because of the cold. Grizzlies, yeah, dude. Grizzlies, no, are, just the cold is dangerous. Polar bears live in the cold. I mean, you know, grizzlies live in the cold really? too. Though, but they hibernate in the polar cold. bears are uh-huh. the most famous for living in the cold. But by that logic, David also believes that polar bears enjoy a nice c- can of Coke every now and then. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> well, polar I've bears seen are it in the commercials. Aggr- aggressive too. Like, <laughs> you gotta be careful. I like your funny words, magic man. Oh, Mountain lions. That's my when you say something funny. Drop Mayor Quimby, bro. I like that. Uh, could play it again. I feel like Richard was stepping on it. Oh, shocker! <laughs> I like your funny words, Magic Man. What episode is that? Fucking. I have from? no idea. No clue. Uh, is that even Mayor Quimby though? I, I feel like does. Isn't there an episode where his like nephew is there and he's causing trouble? Uh, and, uh, it's some this is some cartoon. No, that's I I swear that's like uh it's got to be uh that remember the episode of the Simpsons where uh No, no, it's not the Simpsons. It's not the Simpsons. It's some other cartoon. Oh, really? Never mind then. But anyway, should we talk about that episode of the Simpsons? Sure, yeah, talk about it. Yeah, so Bart Simpson witnesses uh the this butler get uh like horribly fucked up and he wants to accuse the like brother of Mayor Quimby or whatever, but but Bart saw it and knows that it knows the actual truth or whatever. This isn't ringing a bell. No, it's, it's one of the good apps. Anyway, I there's a lot of great uh, Quimby voice in that. That I don't know. Maybe I, I, I should find one of those. <laughs> so the soundboard that I'm using has a bunch of pre-cut sounds, and then you can add your own. So What's was this an uh, iOS only? It, it might be an iOS only, but that's where I found all these. Because I couldn't find any good ones when I was using it on my phone. It was all shit. The custom soundboard app was fucking garbage. I don't know. Oh, anything custom, anything pre-made for you and me. It's probably not the same quality as something that you make yourself. If you make it yourself, it's going to be naturally Whoa. better, can't you see? Oh, that's how it's going to be. You gotta do it originally You gotta customize your right before your eyes Uh, if I put in the effort And make it try the things to do the better Oh my god, yeah, I said the things to the letter And 
man, yeah. I'm a fucking virus spreader. Whoa. Yo, I'm a virus spreader, yo. I am like the shredder, Whoa. yo. I hate the Ninja Turtles, yeah. I break the show. Yeah. Oh my god, I be giving them viruses, Whoa. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. From the Chinese men. Ninja Turtles, uh, something Myrtle. That chick from Harry Potter, uh. Moaning Myrtle. Oh. I just made her squirtle. Let's go. The baby drop. <laughs> that's my that's, that's my banger in two seconds one okay okay cool bro we're gonna have some uh competing co some competing soundboard antics i want to hear it at the same time like i want to you guys no, choose a similar one audibly yeah. but by instinct just like both you guys reach press and yeah like, you're oh, right shit. eventually that will happen and then we'll need a drop for when we accidentally tie drops you know what i mean yeah it could be this one why are you gay? <laughs> Dude. Oh, what a that's a good one. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's, a, that's a classic. Man, I wish have you guys actually watched that full interview? Yeah, dude. He's like the dude so genuinely doesn't understand that being gay is not something that is being promoted by the guest. Right, and I'm pretty sure the guest isn't even gay. He's like trans or oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> and the guest has to like stop him. He's like, well, actually. <laughs> and, and I bet that was a whole new can of worms that the guy doing the interview had. He's like, what? The, that dude, like, he came out guns blazing with the why are you gay question. He was not expecting it to get thrown in his face with like, I'm not. I'm actually, well, I'm in your opinion, <laughs> probably worse. No, and at one point he says, why should people be gay? Like, <laughs> like, it's, a pro like it's a religion that they're selling people to be converted to. Uh, that last beat was called Just Business by Yo Towers. I would like to like uh, hear the interview where the guy... Uh, has reasons as why people should be gay. He's like, oh, well, I mean, there's actually a plethora of really positive reasons, you know? <laughs> um, I can't really think of any good ones right now. Oh, they're all successful. <laughs> do you guys want to hear a little bit of the interview? Let's do it. We bring in the studio this morning one of the gay rights activists, Mr. Should I call you Mr.? Pepe <laughs> oh Vivian Zima. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for Good morning. morning why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? Who says I'm gay? You are gay. You are a transgender. What, 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 what shows that I'm gay? You are a transgender, yes, and you're a gay rights activist and an outspoken... Um, uh, uh, so he knows what transgender is. Like he yeah, he, he does have, just have a fundamental misunderstanding of the whole thing. And then, and then she's like, who says that I'm gay? And he's like, you are gay. <laughs> Lesbian? Homosexual? How can I describe you? Now, we're looking at the raging debate. Uh, you're a gay rights activist. Why should someone be gay? You're having a girlfriend. Yes. Do you perform the natural obligations? Uh. Whoa. Okay. I love the idea of natural obligations. <laughs> like, that wording alone is it's pretty toxic in general. I think like it's hilarious, though. I think <laughs> a, a better way of saying it was, are you satisfying her needs? Like, is that what he meant to say? Like, is that a, a less weird way of saying it? No, no, he's talking about, are you guys fucking? That's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's talking about that. And, and he wants and, and he's no. too he's too uncomfortable with just asking, are you, you guys, guys fuck? You guys having sex or whatever? The opportunity for children appropriate wait i think that's what he's getting to the roots of it because that's the maybe because that's the only thing you can't but how did he have. word it yeah he, he worded it are you are you You're doing the natural obligations natural obligations yeah but uh from coming I, from I, a biblical standpoint Richard, that is this dude is not catholic he's from but, fucking south africa yes i'm might just be saying catholic. i'm saying uh, there's a very rudimentary 
like common ground between a lot of religions and it's that having children is a benefit to society and but if you can't perform that then there's an issue and it's not natural Got that it. could be it yeah i mean richards makes a good point um should we keep it going i mean i feel like there's a wealth in there i'm not sexually active right now so what are my you choice this nerd my choice I've just not, uh, I've chosen not to engage. Doesn't that make you gay? (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. That makes that dis. Being an incel makes you gay. Wow. It's like, (laughs) I remember in high school, I used to just throw that word around all the time. The gay word? Yeah, yeah. I just call people gay all the time. Like, and, uh. Gay! Yeah. But like that insult just got so much worse after that guy used it. This like, this might be the gay is, rights activist podcast. Exactly what they why they stopped using that word is because he's so prejudiced in his like even rudimentary knowledge of what he's talking about. Yeah. Wait, let's finish it. What do you mean? Doesn't that make me gay? I am I am male and attracted to a female. So who is gay? <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Um, who is gay? Really? That, that redeemed him right there. <laughs> <laughs> this, and it's like a grown man with a platform. That dude somehow got Yo. That dude somehow got to a place where he can show his face on a screen and talk to this queen and ask her a bunch of offensive things. Man, what is the deal? Yo, I can't believe this dude doesn't feel that. To learn a little more, yo, the ignorance is real. This dude cannot feel, he really can't give the right spiel to this lady, to this man who isn't gay. She's holding hands with another lady, she feels great. Uh, every day they eating cake, uh, but she choosing to abstain by her own choice, yeah, her own voice. Why are you gay? Ooh. Why are you? What makes you gay? What Ooh. makes you? Why should we be gay? Ooh, I gotta know this. Whoa, why should I wanna? Have sex with a man. Why? Why can't I just fucking understand? Uh, uh. Why? Why can't you just fucking understand that I do every single man that I want to? When uh, the beat was called "Wild Nights" by Ty Beats, and the one before that was "Just Business" by Yo Towers. Why are you gay? <laughs> that is the question today, folks. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite one so far. Well, I'm glad that I got to incorporate that. There are a few other ones that I'm going to try and incorporate appropriately as our conversation progresses. Or maybe inappropriately, folks. Ooh. Who knows? This oh is the pod. That podcast. We go there. We fucking go there. We got to go somewhere with this. I mean, I feel like uh, it, it's weird when it's just the three of us again, but I also like it. Um, it's hard for me to bring strangers into our home every other week yeah it's yeah and and we we had the the benefit we were riding off of that that show that we did and we had we met a bunch of people that were eager to perform on the pod so we had guests for a month that was, that was <laughs> now now we're back to nothing we're I, digging into our bag of rags i I, t- I was i was stumbling around on the internet and i saw this article i wanted to bring up let's hear oh, it oh hell yeah is this the history segment no oh well we got rid sure, of that. Sure, it is. It's real life. <laughs> it's 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 gonna be history in like it, you know where 40 my years. mind goes. Like it just naturally leans that direction, yeah. even if it's entertainment. It seems so. to lean more biblically biblically than historically, Richard. You're Spell exactly right. Red, my, that's tainting all my like. Oh, tainting. What are you good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyways, this is an article on the, like the seven most 
but let me just get to it. The seven bizarre, interesting cultural practices still carried out today. Oh, okay. What's the first one? Oh, yeah. This one's great. Fucking. Oh, gosh. Uh-oh. These guys are brutal. Okay. Right. So Let's get a taste. And, and let's hear it. And hold up. I'm just trying to find that. Oh, go ahead and pull up that article. Is. All right. For, and how about that article? Cutting, go ahead and pull from, that article up, Rich. Well, yeah, I'm just pulling up the article. I'm just going to start from the beginning instead of starting. I, well, I want to go ahead and start I with that I kind of wanted article. to start the intro. That's why. What's the intro? Uh, let's see if it goes well. And if it doesn't, I'll just pass it down. Okay. For cutting off fingertips to living with the dead, humankind come up with some incredibly strange cultural practices. Some are taboo. Some are cringe-inducing. Some downright revolting and all are extraordinary let's, bizarre. let's get to let's get to number one please yo <laughs> jesus <laughs> yo it's hard it's not listed it has like ads in between i really gotta get my articles correct oh I, my god Richard. i just pulled this up i was like stoked because i saw it and i was like oh sick this is a radio <laughs> audio slash fucking audible program dude they don't they can't hear you scrolling my disappointment is immeasurable. Uh, it's just <laughs> like it's a it's a Denai tribe in right. Indonesia okay. that uh, heralds this. Uh, sorry, that uh, cuts off their fingertips, like for their loved ones that they lose. They and uh, like they cut off the fingertips of the dead. No, their own of their own fingers. They mutilate themselves. And this is like the whole like uh, fingertip at the joint. Take a look at this guy's paws. Yep, that's at the joint. Wow, this this dude's lost a lot of brothers. And so it's each time a loved yeah, one dies. That's what I'm saying. Like you think your ink tattoos on your face are hardcore? Yeah, this like, is way more hardcore. It's easier. Yeah. It, talk about pouring it, one out for the homies. It looks like you. It looks like he removes a joint for each. Like he because yeah, like, he's he's down to the the base joint so on the some nub, of his fingers. Yeah. yeah so, so they take string, wrap it, numb it. For like 30, 40 minutes. And then just boom. And then swing, cut it, and then they burn it. Yeah, so, so what, the scarring tissue what we're looking at there. right now, uh, this guy obviously values his thumbs. That is the most important finger. Yeah. And I can tell by this picture that he's right-handed. Because he, he's kept these he's, three. He's kept the, the three most important fingers that you need <laughs> on your right hand. Um because uh, you can still beat off with those three fingers. In oh, fact, you're right. Guys, I'm not going to lie. One time I tested it out. I just used my thumb. Just the thumb. Yeah? And I, I, I climaxed. I've done two fingers before. Just I'm, the just okay. index and the thumb. One finger. That's bro. a new One level. Finger. Get the, yeah, you, you just... You, Spell red. You sort of pin your wiener between your <laughs> stomach and your thumb. Oh. And then you just sort of... Stop rubber, this imaging. We don't even know this. Richard's Rich uh, like, <laughs> stop this imaging. And he just show, showed us mutilated black men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Why you gotta show us that? He's actually Indonesian. Come on, <laughs> well, I'll be smoking Indonesian. Know what I mean? Oof. That guy, that guy, he still kept the fingers that he smoked that Indonesian. Know what I mean? I don't have a weed drop. I wish I did. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's funny. We don't have any weed drops, really. Uh, oh, I hate cannibalism. Sorry, I, I thought you were gonna say cannabis for a second. Uh, so, is, does the next one have to do yeah. with cannibalism? Yeah, endo cannibalism. <laughs> it's a. It's a. What's the tradition? It's the Yanomani tribe that lives in Amazon. Yeah, okay, so they they just but the, uh, it's they uh they uh when uh, someone dies from their village or their tribe they eat them. Yeah. Okay. I but mean, that, that what they do is, is a lot weirder than that. They like wrap them in leaves and leave them for the insects to pick at for like forty days or whatever. Oh, for, like, and then they eat them. And they uh make them into like some kebabs, sort of, sort of like paste. Like oh, the, like masa, like burn it and then like paste <laughs> it and then they mix it in with like a plant soup, 
and like yeah the tribe yeah and that it helps it helps the person that passed on come from our find their village again and then pass on to the next world easily so it's you know like the, it's like the circle of life out. yeah the, the lion king but it's so uh not my my alley like i'm so so, oh, so glad you're not down with you're not no, down with cannibalism oh, richard just the thought of like consuming another individual is just so apparent <laughs> something about it i feel like i don't doubt it there's a cultural aspect to it maybe oh. if i was raised that way i wouldn't feel the yeah. same i might fucking take a man's brain and dig uh. my spoon into it yo i might eat the brains like the ice cream and yeah i'm about to scream uh, because I just seen this dude's spleen laying, wrapped in leaves, getting eaten. Yo, I'm about to fucking chow down on this guy. Yeah, oh. I just want to eat his eye, eye, yeah. eyes. Yeah, that would be nice. Man, I fucked this up. Yo, this rapping is uh, tough. Yo, rapping is tough. I'm eating on stuff. They used to be a human man scruff. But yeah, you know me. Now I'm wearing scrubs. And I work in the hospital. And it's really fun. Yo, I'm eating good meat in this this oh. person yeah i want it yo i've yeah. been thirsting i got the hunger yo it's insatiable i want to eat all your brains you fool you're not that guy pal trust me you're not that guy <laughs> well i mean i'm glad i'm not that guy that i mean be, uh the beat was called faded by lethal needle is there another weird tradition that you want to highlight richard uh yeah let's I, feel, I feel like this I don't cover there should be them, i, I want to hear more of these but i also feel like you're dropping these drops and they should they garner an explanation <laughs> after it, you're, you're you're just sort of letting them fly and i want to yeah, and then trying to let the episode go and i'm like okay what's that one from where'd uh, you get that one i don't know where that one's from it's just a dude it's like a video of a dude at a, at a walmart getting harassed by a guy with a camera and he just that's what he said okay can you play it again i'm I'm curious how you came across these drops uh it was this was one this was built in this was one of the built-in ones ones. okay okay so this one has like some interesting like funny drops already that's right like whenever we talk about something uh involving the the podcast not getting money or trying to get money i got this one and once again asking for your financial support. All right, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Do you this might be a little off topic, but do you think those apps would work way better on a platform where uh it's more of a community driven like a Facebook where people comment and then they change it and then they This seems like it is community driven. Like obviously people have contributed to this list of of sounds cuz you can search for sounds and they pop up and a lot of them are Is it like a free open like people can like go and use it and then drop off stuff they well, you can you can upload your own sound. So like I I got my little. <laughs> we might as well plug the name of the app. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I forget the name Almost. of the app. Sorry, app. Let's let's hear the next. Uh, let's hear the next weird cultural practice. Yeah, I'm into that. For sure. Really don't want to hear more about endocannibalism. Well, honestly, Ugh. I like the. I think that the the fingers, uh, was oh, a little more um, intense. So yeah, I mean that shit was disgusting. Yeah, I mean I could see eating a guy, but cutting off my own fingers right i'm more likely to nurture myself especially it sounds the process sounds pretty gruesome like they have to tie it until it gets numb and yeah then, like they don't even have modern medicine to make it easy to to cut it off yeah that was a little yeah. speaking well so this next practice is also in indonesia uh, uh the the toraja people of indonesia they practice like uh what, what do they call this exhuming when they exhume like a dead body yeah so you take it out after it's already been buried Ew. i'm pretty sure is the so like chris moltisanti in episode seven Ooh. of the sopranos yeah 
they ritually exhume corpses from their fellow villagers, and they uh, they'll parade them around town in a like kind of like if they died like outside the village, they'll take them from that spot to the village, bring them home, kind of thing. And then rebury them. But they they take everything they put in the coffin, kind of thing, and reorganizes the coffin. So it's like and they live with them, like. They're around the house. They like, keep them in the house? And they have them in clothes. Like, look at this body. Like, it's dead, but, like, it's living. You feel me? Yo, that shit is weird. Let's see that. Oh, okay. Because they're, like, kind of stiff still. Yeah. I don't know if they wire their bodies or whatever. No, it looks like they're just sort of shuffling around the, the town. I just, I just, it seems <laughs> counterproductive to bury it if you know that, like, in a year or whatever, you yeah. know, just going <laughs> to dig back it up out. again. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be another method. Well, that that's the best way to get rid of the smell. And I feel like that's... Like pick them up at the right time. I feel like that's like disrespectful to the deceased person. Like, yeah. like the person Super. dies and then you I fuck would, around with their corpse. What if one of the bones fall away? And, like, I don't know. Like, why are my bodies just lying around? Yeah, no, rodents no, that's disgusting. Oh, so hey. are you guys a buried people or are you guys like no ashes for ashes? sure? Ashes? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of into the cremation thing. Uh, I feel like uh, it's it was this it was brought to my attention by that uh, Tim Heidecker song <laughs> property. But it seems like uh, cemeteries are kind of a waste of space. At at this point, maybe maybe cremation is the better option as far as well, yeah, like and, and like if you want to have a memory of your loved one who passed away, why not just have like a thing in your home, like a, a little corner, a constant reminder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like I mean, you really want to have to like drive Dude, to some yeah, fucking I, graveyard. I, I know people whose like parents do that. At, like once a week they'll go and like lay flowers on their mother's grave like who shit, gives like, a shit like i get it like re- i mean yeah, reverence I, respect the memory of I'm the person sh- all i'm that's sure cool. the person gets something out of it which is something i'll never understand because of how hardened i've my heart has become over the years <laughs> but, but like at the end of the day why not just do that at home you can light some candles around that shit have a photo of the guy you know, or girl, you yeah. think or they, the, them. Yeah. In the world, do more people bury people, or do they burn? Like, c- considering China is a huge population, do they burn, or do they? They most likely burn. Um, I also uh, don't see how, in the long run, it is effective to continue burying people. I think burying people is like a medieval practice. It's like a, uh, it's a weird ritual thing. And what's even weirder is open casket. Open casket is insane. Like, I mean, why can't we just put up a photo of this dude? Like, <laughs> having an open <laughs> casket is bleak. Yeah, I went to an open casket once, uh, and it was bizarre. I, I remember feeling weird, like, looking at that dead body. It was one of those things where I also couldn't look away. I'm just My like, grandma had damn. an open casket. It was brutal. What, what about you? Like, if, you're, if your mom passed away suddenly. It's all right. Knock on wood. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, sure. Uh like it's one of those things where I never got to say goodbye. I never like, I never got to see her one last time. Like she's young enough, and she's uh, she's not not that young. I would uh, no. She I've got too logical like of a see, brain. You're you seeing know? like something you're gonna picture her for the rest. Well, of yeah, I know. If she, if some she people died, are ageless in your mind. If she like, died suddenly, for you. I, 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 are you are you is what you're saying that like maybe the open casket is to the benefit of those people that want to, to get have closure, say, say goodbye, yes. and get that closure. Just to like I just I just to feel see like if that was one more time and physical <laughs> is is so much more knowing that they are just. <laughs> Yo, I need that open casket for the closure Yo, this blooming thing on 
my fucking shoulders It's like a boulder My mom is getting older Knock on wood, sir That she doesn't die, whoa I guess the point I'm trying to make Is, is the that point? the person is deceased oh. And that you should already know that And they ain't there And they ain't your dad And they ain't your mom No, they ain't there They ain't there at all No, that's not them That's just a body It's just a vessel What is this? Yo, it's so stressful Yo, cremate me And some ashes and smoke me Grab my ashes and throw around and choke me. Burn it up. Grab my fucking ashes and leave them in a corner. Turn it up. Put a fucking photo of my fucking aorta up Yo, on the wall. Light me some candles. Oh. Ooh, maybe lay out some sandals. Ooh, oh. sandalwood. Whoa. I like that. Ooh. I just had a super high thought. Okay. What if religion was the Facebook? when it was first started yeah all right expand on that because i have no idea it's a virtual reality that you're imagining that exists so your life continues after death before death and how you act at the moment it definitely connects you with a group of people that's for sure i remember like right growing up a good amount of my friends were just people i knew from right and it allows you to make uh things uh seem the way they're not you know? that's, that's yeah. very, there's a no, lot of no. misinformation being <laughs> spread <laughs> it is what it is but if it's common believers then they have this common train of thought and they get a, they can accomplish this, this, a lot this common delusion that they get to share with each other it is a lot like facebook you're right richard it's full of um bad it, information it's, it's, it's very full of, popular um, people love it yeah yeah and it it's, it's it's bad for your health um what if uh, I need to make another drink? What if you get that next weird cultural practice ready while I do that? Yeah, we're clinging yeah, to that. Sure. Uh, the last beat was called Phantoms by Balance Cooper. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Uh, speaking of guests that we wanted to have back, I told Mitch from, if anyone's listening, old guest, uh, that he should come to L.A. and do the podcast live. And I was like, yo, there's a direct flight. Get over here. You don't have to pay for fucking room and board. Just get your ass out here. And he um, gave me the same answer. Anyone I tell to come to L.A. gives me. It's just like, oh, I'm just trying to get pay- get my money up right now. And I'm like, fuck. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't blame him. It's not. It's it's hard to it's go on affordable. vacations, you know, especially it's just to podcast. <laughs> it's not like there. Like I saw some tickets for certain dates that were only one hundred and twelve dollars. I was like, dude, one hundred and twelve no bucks, like fucking way. Yeah, with a legion, like du- direct flight. I mean, you got to pay extra for the bag, but still, like, you could get your ass over if you could get four days off. You yeah, could get you, your ass over here for one hundred and twelve bucks from where he lives. You or, bought you bought enough of his shirts. He owes you, dude. I. <laughs> that's funny. It's because uh, he had he had those black and white opposition proof shirts that I think are still available. Go check those out in pureusa.com. And um, I was like, well, I do need uh, new shirts. And instead of just going to Ross and buying two shirts, I bought his. And whenever Mitch um, sends me products, he sends me a little motivational note. And I'd love to read one of those for you. Uh, let's hear it. Um, it's in my room. So figure something out while I go. Oh, all right. Well, uh, knowing Mitch, it was probably uh, something along the lines of uh, don't trust these hoes. They uh, they are only here to take your money, um, and Why you, you you should fall in love with your kettlebell and not a woman, because women are evil, 
And uh, also, uh, it's not okay to be trans. That's another thing that that he believes. So if you if you buy his shirts, just know that you're not an ally. Uh, I'll, I have <laughs> the notes. Kidding, folks. The notes clearly aren't important enough to me because I can't find them. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> they on your phone? No. It might be my backpack. Um, one of them is uh, overly admirational and uh he, he kind of showed his hand too much and then the other oh, he was like yo I, I wish i was brown and had a nice beard <laughs> that's exactly what he said <laughs> um and then the other one was just like never stop fucking chasing your dreams you need that every now and then it is really helpful whenever he says that to me i'm like all right he and i could be delusional together and pers- continue pursuing our our independent things and you know uh, uh, repetition is the mother of skill. No, skill's the mother of repetition. Fuck, it's one of those. Uh, repetition is the mother of skill. Yeah, I think that's got to be it. That's got to be. That's it. what it is. Like you're what, that. There's it that other sense. Yeah, you know, it's the ten thousand hours. One hundred percent. You could read Mastery by Robert Greene, which I read, and I took back to the Long Beach Library. Hell and, yeah. And um, that's a hell of a book that really can make you feel like no late fees on that no mm-hmm. late fees on that i did get late fees on the on the recent uh 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 john c maxwell book which was highlighted in the past two episodes i have an idea for a bit yeah, but th- i so, bet it wasn't somehow. that much right well how much are the late fees well, i called and i was like hey i tried to renew this product and it wouldn't let me on the website i'm hoping that i get the late fees waived and she was like oh we're waiving all late fees right now oh so and there I was, was like, no late fees. i was like oh sh- well sh- it's technically late and i have a fee on the account but she was like, when you come in to renew your next product, they will waive the fee automatically. So you won't have to do anything. Well, that's pretty nice. How about this? You guys want to read your last three Google searches? Oh, shit. That, that's kind of fun, right? I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Oh, where's my phone at? That's an that's a obstacle that I'm, I don't have my phone on. Your yet. phone's somewhere, yeah, right? Let me go find it. Yeah, you, you start off. Oh, but I want you here for this. I guess you're leaving. Yeah, you do need your phone. Well, fuck, it's you and me, Rich. What do you think? How about you? Uh, you got your phone with you, Rich? Or are you going to look on your computer? All right. Well, I guess we're going to okay. do this. Well, mine aren't very interesting. My first list. Let's hear them. How much are our bike tires? Okay. Front gate tickets log in. Tinting <laughs> car windows near me. Oh. Tinting I- car windows near me. <laughs> A good one is um, in DTLA. DTLA tint. That's where I got mine done. 250 for all of them. Uh, my last three were, oh, speaking of the library, Long Beach Library. Uh, the other one was Verizon Carson, which that's the store that I might be potentially fucking. Oh. What were your last three Google oh. searches? Oh. What were your last oh. Google searches? Oh. Yeah, I'm nervous. Oh. Yeah, I'm hoping one of them Ooh. is on something really gay. Ooh. Oh my God, my Google searches. Ooh. I'm really hoping they're not lame. Yo. Asian ass porn. Remember that one? Shout out Daniel Tosh, Oh my God, yo, I love that stand up. That stand up special. That was pretty good, huh? This Google search hood, what? Yeah, I don't know about you, but you don't look at my history, bro. Yeah, I don't want. Know about you? Don't look at my history, no, dude. No, no, no. I don't know what the fuck you do, but please don't fucking touch my food. Not at all. Please stay away from my Google searches every day. Yeah, I'm nervous. I don't wanna fucking write in cursive, cause it's really difficult. Dear God, if you find my body, please erase my history. I don't want nobody to find all the shit, the dirt oh, on yeah. me. They're gonna know the weird stuff that I was into. Oh my God, yeah. Let's go. Ooh. Um, 
Um, my three were, um, oh yeah, Long Beach Library, Verizon, Carson, and RV. I was shopping for RVs, trying to see if we can live in an Yo, RV eventually. Let me hear the update on that. How's that going? Uh, we could get an RV with like a bunch of bunk beds in it for sixty grand. Damn. Dude. So we just need yeah, twenty those grand are each. Pretty boss. Well, give me a couple weeks. And we just park. <laughs> we just park at the Walmart, and we just live at the Walmart. And, um, well, no, we wouldn't need 20 grand each. Just fucking finance it, and then it'll be less than our rent, and that's it. Boom. I mean, you know I'm there automatically. Um, it is a very unorthodox method of living because... I feel like already my method of living is kind of unorthodox. just switch it up. Like. We would switch it up. We'd be saving money for sure. Uh, we get a gym membership for the showering and hope that another pandemic doesn't come around because otherwise we it's going to be showering <laughs> in the ocean. Um, I'm cool with that. Actually. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Other cool downsides background. are the absence of electricity, um, which I guess there would be electricity in the home at, at, at that point. Generator in the, in the RV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it probably gets really hot in the summer. Like in the summer, there's no way of residing. Summer, in, I think we we would move to like a closer oh, to the beach. Okay, so in the Change summer location. we're just beaching it. Yeah, dude, and like just live it out, like. Because so honestly, much people just living in RVs, just having. Oh yeah, yeah, honestly, I think that this is an attainable thing that we could do within the next five so years. So much benefit within the next five years. Get out of a little bit of the debt that I got, uh, fucking hovering over my goddamn life, and then next thing you know, I'm like, guys, the RV's outside. Let's get our shit in there. We're leaving the apartment. Boom. That'd that so or sick. we find David a home where he start. No, no, we're, we're never going to be able to purchase a home in California. Dude, like the RV will be that home. I got that property on Hawaii. Dog. We'll park the RV in Hawaii. Yeah, we, we could technically. If Damn, we, here's the thing. We, we, I don't shit, think you're man. allowed to do that. Isn't that illegal yeah. to just park an RV on a I property? Think, I think you need. I think it is illegal. You need a permit? Right, because otherwise every fucking Howley on earth would just get an RV and move to Hawaii. You know what I mean? That this, They have to make that shit illegal. They just, they, that's why they made container homes illegal. Remember when we were scheming Because it was about too that? affordable? Yeah. They're Conflicting with the contractors there. They're like, hey, man, that's our money, man. Well, I mean, at that point, instead of going in on the RV, we're just going on building something on Hawaii. But I don't want to go to Hawaii quite yet. I'm fucking. It is. It is it, like it is one of those where like that's I, I I would love to eventually end up there. But it's almost like, man, that's I feel like I'm giving up. At that well, point, I'd like to be there part time. <laughs> I'd like to spend it, like the I'd like to spend three months there and then come to California and spend three months yeah. there type shit. You know what I, I'm saying? I can touch base with Alex and what you're going along with exactly what you're saying. It's not a place. It is a kind of a place for retirement because the opportunities are so slim and far in between there. Right. It isn't a place where you go to make things happen. It's kind of just you go to live out your old yeah, age. You, could you, totally, you need something lined up. You could totally go over there and start your own business and make it. But you're not going to make that business into something that will pay for your retirement. It's going to be something you're going to be working on. What about your dad? Your dad's fucking killing it, right? 30 years he's been in it. You know what I mean? And now his client base is so so like curtailed to like the perfect contractors and stuff that gotcha. he gets good sh- good jobs constantly but it fluctuates with the economy just well, like the, any other job that's the nightmare of entrepreneurship it, it hasn't and and you know what he could have done better he he could have done a lot of things to make if he it had just been in like missouri company. instead and or just upgrades and get a warehouse where he's now doing twice the amount of jobs he's doing now. Hmm. More workers, but instead he kept it a family. Well, maybe if, maybe if his son, his best employee, hadn't abandoned him to go to the fucking <laughs> mainland to chase his dreams. The no. last beat was called "The Trap 
by Louie. What are your last three Google searches, Alex? I'm going to do the last three ones that are potentially funny. Got it. Uh, so this first one I've come across is Mike Tyson face tattoo. Okay. I was like, all right, I want to learn more about this. The story behind yeah, that? Um, did you learn? Yes, I did, actually. Well, uh, convicted rapist Mike Tyson uh, got a face tattoo in 2003. That's a long I time. I was kind of like surprised at that. I thought maybe it was like 2008 or something uh, because face tattoos, I feel like, haven't even been... For, first of all, they're not socially acceptable yet. Not yet, no. Not no, yet. Granted, yet, no. I definitely have a few friends with face tattoos, but it's like... On a broad scale Wait. of like social acceptivity, acceptability, <laughs> acceptivity yeah, yeah. should be a word though. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, go ahead. I think we said we we just said that it's not accepted, but it's definitely accepted in certain certain communities. Right, like right, in right. La, in Los you Angeles. You know what I mean, though. Like I'm talking about like in a professional work environment. Like there's there's nine times out of ten you're not going to get hired with a face tattoo. Right. Probably more like ninety nine times out of a hundred, I would imagine. Uh, it all depends on the scenario. Obviously, there's there's certain like maybe artistic communities that would be a little more accepting of that or whatever. And, um, and the individuals, some individuals can fucking pull that shit off. No, know? for I, sure, there are definitely people who's got who have better face tattoos. It, it's than still others. it's still taken where we're at right now, where Richard can even say that shit is because we're in the year 2021. Right, right, right. You know right, what I mean? Correct. This was 2003. Granted, Mike Tyson's already re a retired billionaire or whatever. He's got more money than anyone that I know of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm being hyperbolic, obviously. but So he can get a face tattoo and not worry about it. But it's still... He's like one of the first public figures to do that to, shit. To really like. fucking do it. And it's and not it's, like casual. It's like a big-ass face tattoo. And he didn't even <laughs> set a trend. <laughs> Got the tattoo, and he was like, it's cool. And everyone was like, no, we ain't fucking with you. But then fucking 15 years later, everyone got the tattoo. And Mike Tyson's like, y'all some haters. Mike was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got my face tatted, and it feels real spraying. Yeah, I'm feeling real great. Yeah, you know I ain't playing, cause I got my face tatted. Yeah, I'm real bad, bitch, huh? Hey, yo, say it, don't spray it, Mike. But I gotta ask you, bro, what's up with the time you got convicted for oh. all the fucking rapes yo or was it just one i don't know but i know you did seven years son yeah uh. you know at that time in my life things were different yeah i was really fucking real committed and then convicted but things have really changed i licked on that toad and it repaired my brain a different time and place where you can rape someone and then go to prison and come out and actually Whoa. go back to work <laughs> at the job that you had before yeah seriously he's actually working yeah yeah and then, and then outside of that, he's got like multiple shows with Adult Swim and a and successful he, podcast. His podcast is really successful. It's had a bunch of like big names on it. The beat People, was called Jenny by Coyote. People love a redemption story. Yeah. I, when, what did he do to be redeemed? Is he like done a bunch of charity or something? You is just he said like, he spent seven well, years no, I, in prison. I, I, oh, I, I guess. <laughs> I guess technically that would. I get, I get, I get what Alex is saying. It seems like a person who raped someone can never be forgiven, and that is permanently like, all right, that person. Well, it's almost like he wasn't even like, sure, seven years in prison is nothing to to smirk at. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, as soon as that seven years was up, it's like he was right back on top, right back to where he was. <laughs> I also think that um, a, a lot of people have spoken, or I've heard a lot of people talk with Mike about the pressure that he was under and the negative influences when he was growing up that made him the way he was. 
And it seems like in the recent years, he's become uh, a different person than who did that. This is only because I've listened to his podcast a little bit and um, been like, ah, this doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like a bad person anymore. There's an amazing uh, video of him cursing out a reporter. Oh, he's yeah, like yeah. Trying to bring I'll fuck a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll fuck you in the ass. I'll, I'll fuck you too. You love me. He says the F the yeah. F bomb for gays. And uh, 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 why are you gay? You what is it? You wouldn't last. You wouldn't last ten minutes in my world, bitch. <laughs> uh, the easiest. It's true though. That reporter wouldn't last five seconds in the ring with that. One hundred percent, dude. It's crazy. I mean, it, 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 now that um, society is doing this thing where it's throwing YouTubers in in boxing rings with Mike Tyson. I mean, with with uh, oh, professional. Whoa. No, no, with professional boxers. Yo. Mike Tyson should, should get that reporter on and be like. This is the reporter from from this video, and we're getting it on pay per view. And uh, that maybe that yeah. Jake dude versus Mike Tyson would fucking well. I, uh, he's old, but Jake like, he Paul just fought, fought May- Floyd Mayweather, and uh, it was a total dumb ass uh, event that no one should have watched. But then, yeah, I heard it was a lot of people were calling it like a scam. It's a scam. It was a scam. Yeah. It was just like because Floyd Mayweather Mayweather wasn't actually risking anything. And they were both just getting paid. It was just a publicity thing. And then the brother fights some other dude. And it's like literally a repeat of the same scam on a massive scale. Like uh, after Jake Paul did it, Logan Paul did it. And they are just going to keep doing this thing where non-professional athletes are getting paid millions of dollars because boxing specifically has this format where you're allowed to just hype something up. That isn't actually real. It's this fake thing that is being sold as hype, and it's all just, dare I say, I'm down with it, considering we have the WWE. Okay, the WWE at least is is like openly fake. This isn't openly fake. This is like... This is their scam. It's not something they ever admit to, but like it's, it is what it is, but like at least we get to see... People get in the ring and fucking throw blows. Like, if someone wants to get out of that realm of, like, decency and knock him out, they're going to try. They're not going to not try to beat his ass. Here's the thing. I'm sure Floyd Mayweather tried to knock out Jake Paul, but Jake Paul is way heavier than this dude, way bigger. Like, the reason it was sort of viewed as fair is because of of the weight class difference and, and, and the notoriety of Floyd Mayweather. But it was super stupid. And if you paid for that pay per view, I don't respect you. Mm. I disagree. I think I think it could become something that like kind of escalates to something even much grander, like like celebra- what? It's like like actual Hollywood celebrities that play in action movies face off against actual fighters. Okay, well, I want it to be a real fight. I want it to be bare knuckle. But what that? if what if that celebrity wins because they're actually a fighter? I mean, that I mean. That would be sick, but exactly. So, but there's it's not potential. real. I mean, that w- that's, it wouldn't that's be real happens. until he gets in the ring. That's, that's and the fucking, whole reason ah. why people watch this shit. It's happened before, and it and it happens every now and then. That's why, like celebrity boxing, that whole organization exists. I feel like that's the whole. It's just seeing people shtick. that you that you don't recognize as fighters get into it to see to see Nate Robinson get knocked out, like just like he got knocked out of the NBA. Like it was amazing. I, I don't. Really, <laughs> it's like I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> no, he was potential MVP. Like he was really good, but then he's not playing in the NBA because he's not good enough. And then he gets in a ring 
with Logan Paul or Jake Paul? I'm not sure which one. And they knocked Logan. Out. Yeah, I don't remember. Which was like, it was hilarious. Hell yeah. You should. Uh, My disappointment <laughs> is immeasurable. For real. <laughs> My dis- oh, you guys going to let me get back to my Yo, I'm in the ring with Logan Paul. And yeah, I'm about to grab a U-Haul and fucking move into it and go live by the beach. Logan Paul can eat my fucking feet. Logan Paul, oh my God, yo, I'm going off. That's just me, yo. I be so involved Whoa. with this motherfucking beat, yo. Logan Paul motherfucking beat me up for we at the mall. Uh, I'm with Logan Paul at the mall. I'm about to fucking throw a goddamn ball at the wall like I'm Chris Paul. And I hope it doesn't turn into fall too soon because I want to keep wearing my shorts and shit. Yeah. And I keep on snorting shit. Yo, I don't wanna switch to these warm weather clothes. No, everybody knows I'm brother. I like the shorts. I like the, the tanks. That's just me, yo. That's just how I think. Uh, this is kind of funny. The beat was called Closer in parentheses to Justice <laughs> by Othello Beats. Interesting. Okay. It definitely had some gospel uh, vocals hidden in the background. Othello Beats. I, I ranted about him last week with fucking Metro Flacco. Um, a character, a true character last week. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this, what do you think? Extremely off topic, but like, okay. Dave, growing up in like Spain or out of country. Yeah. Was there any like connection between like the 60s, 70s? Like we had in the, in like our America, we had like the 60s, roaring, roaring 20s. And then to, to just keep escalation. Each decade had its thing. Yeah. And then we, as a connection with the 60s and 70s, those were our parents kind of thing. Yeah. So we had like a connection with that. What, what, like in Spain, was there anything like that? I'm sure there was. I personally was really disattached from all cultures due to the fact that none of them were considered solely mine. So it was like. Right. Like they've moved from. Well, his family moved from Palestine. Am I right? Yeah. Like, they moved from Palestine to the States and then from the States to Spain. And then like. They continued being Palestinian at home, but then I was going to the Spanish public school and then my parents' work environment was American. So it was always this thing where I wasn't fully aware of each culture. I was just like 70% or 60% in each thing. So like the whole like roaring 20s, 60s, uh, uh, decade of love, all that shit, I didn't really become aware of that. Until I was in my like late teens in high school and I started actually immersing myself in American culture. When I was in Spain, I was literally honestly, I felt like an absolute idiot because also the amount of information that you have now compared to like Spain in the early 2000s was like the US in the early 90s. It's like it was there was a 10 year lag and shit coming from here to there. So I always felt disattached and unaware of what was going on. The only things that we immediately heard of were like 9-11. Like, oh, okay, that happened today. We're aware of that. But other than, like movies would come out here, and then they would come out six months later in Spain. So sometimes when we were in the States, I was like, oh, shit, I saw this movie already, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> I talked like a black guy when I was 12. <laughs> Only when you were bragging. <laughs> I, man, it sounds like your parents like knew what they were doing, though. That's pretty cool how they took like the devotion from like the Middle Eastern like religious sect, and then they took the work environment from America 
and then took the lifestyle from like an ancient Spain. Right, right. They maximized the opportunity that religion yep. gave them to make a profit and live luxuriously without having to actually, you I know, good do hard choice. work like most people have to. But, you know, it led to me getting great <laughs> educations and friends and life experience. I'm, I was a privileged man. Other than the the brainwashing and the and the guilt and the shame and the body dysmorphia, everything was pretty good when you look at it. In Some retro- people would argue that the brainwashing is a privilege. Right, that it actually taught me good values. I do think that I am more respectful to people in social situations, but I don't think that's because of the brainwashing religious shit. I think that's because of the Arab shit. The Arab shit is always like, shame on you, don't do this. Like a lot of times people will come into the into work where I work with children and the children will be acting a certain way and I'll see it and think my mother would have caught a felony in public. Like my mother would have assaulted me in this location based on the way that I, these kids are acting. I'll see kids sitting on the floor. My mom would have literally murdered me. <laughs> if she saw me sitting on the floor, she'd be like, people pissing shit on the floor. You're <laughs> disgusting. Get your ass up. Go sit right here. Like my mother... Um, made us behave psychologically. She infiltrated our brains to convince us to act a certain way, Something and she'll say whatever she needed I feel to like say. That's a great. That's great parenting, right? Well, the the girl that I've been with for a year now, who has a child, uh, the child will act a certain way sometimes that I think we should beat him up right now, right? We should <laughs> we should uh, we should assault this kid right now, and she's like, no, we should listen to him and speak to him like an adult, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. Kids are supposed to kind of wild out a little bit, and I don't think you're supposed to be a tyrant parent. Like, my they parents could have been a little bit nicer to me as opposed to, like, I, like, the fact that you have to obey, like, a like a soldier in the military, that seems insane, right? I'll just, I'll just state that, like, kids deserve uh, discipline. Like, to be hit? No, they just deserve discipline. Whichever way you want to enact that, whether that's a that's a I think common, so, so that's a conversation. That's what I'm saying, Richard. Two. Like what you're saying is that, and I think that this is a common misconception amongst uh, traditional-minded people, is that the way that children behave is a reflection on who the parent is. Exactly. And to a certain, no, that's not exactly because children are individuals who are completely wild and are have yet to be themselves. Yo. I'm just a little kid, I got feelings, yeah I just wanna run around ceilings, uh And I wanna eat popsicles Yo, the info that rich giving is toxical Yo, it's so intoxicating, yo I hate all these fucking children I wish, I wish that someone would beat them, teach them Yo, I call it discipline Uh, Let the kids come to me, I'm Jesus Let the kids come to me, a believer, uh let the children come, the children. I'm about to come, yo, pull my thumb, whoa, let the children come to me, let the children come to me, kiss on my feet, and then we gonna go eat at Cracker Barrel, let the children come, yo, I just got the reservation whoa. at the Cracker Barrel, bruh, yeah, we Richard, gonna get some. I think that uh, your interpretation of this is totally what I'm saying, and it, it's something that I struggle with since my recent interaction with a child in my life regularly. And it is that this person isn't a bad parent because of the natural way the kid acts. If the kid has this learned behavior that is toxic, then yes, that comes from the parent. But the shit that the kid is doing is normal for a kid to do. Kids weren't like 
originally in this environment that is like meant for adults. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that you have to take a kid to a grocery store, you have to take him to fucking Verizon while you get your fucking phone. The kids should just be riot running wild in a village. You know what I'm saying? Some no. of them die and then the ones that survive <laughs> become men. That's not that's not how you should view it. You should view it as like you're prepping them for society. Right. Well, in the, the Moylan military, world. that makes sense. I understand that you guys were fucking, you know, <laughs> had to make your beds and then why, do 90 pushups and drink why, three beers before noon. But like these kids, they're supposed to fucking be children. You know, you don't have to strip them from all this sense of freedom. Oh, I thought everything close. <laughs> no, no. Like they they are who they are and we are who we are. Like, yeah, sure. We yeah. went through some par- disciplined parents. In, in our own ways. Yeah, I think we were. But, poor. I think that certain aspects of my childhood were positive, but a lot of it was fucked. Yeah. And I, I perhaps that's. Yeah. That's your parents choices. And yeah, I'm right. just saying and enacting fucked. enacting discipline on a child that understands why they're being disciplined. That's the only that's the key. Is what like, do you mean by discipline? Have, like closed fist? Can be punch anything. Em? If you're enacting discipline by taking him aside, having a conversation and then sitting him down saying you're on a timeout. Right, but like, that's never what's okay. that's that is a possibility, and people you, do it all the time. You can't equate, but you can't just say it's all discipline. Some of it is toxic. Right, like what you're talking about sounds kind of reasonable, actually, and that's no, never what was done to me. I was always told what to do. I was never reasoned with and convinced to do things based on logic. Like I wasn't taught, "Hey, this is why you should do it." I was taught, "I said this, and you do it." Because I am the fucking tyrant of this home. No, it was a clear it was a clear understanding. She was like, God gave you to me to take care of. So you understanding God you understand that my commands are from God. I feel like you're arguing my point. You don't see how dark that sounds. (laughs) I'm just saying you don't see how fucking dark that sounds. (laughs) I'm just no, I don't I don't see how because it's 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 a reality that we live in. And that is the reality that your mom right, like the and ma- she coached you in. Right. So you were brought up in this. So if you were not just no, sorry, like I don't want to I don't want to. I no, don't no, want to. I, I really wanna... I'm enjoying this conversation because I'm dealing with this right now because every now and then I interact with this kid and my girl will be just like super nice to him. And I'll be like, yo, this kid is a selfish piece of shit. Like we should fucking he- tell him what's up. And she's like, no, we just talk to him and like just be cool and explain to him why what he's doing is wrong and it's fine. And I was like, oh, I wish I was I was talked to. I mean, obviously, sometimes she has to correct him and be stern. But like I just inside of me, there's this anger towards children. And I think I shouldn't have children is the is the is the conclusion (laughs) of this. But it's literally one of those things where I am mimicking the behavior of my parents and it's fucked. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be parenting anyone. When when you say child, I just automatically just come to a conclusion that they're in a a, a position in their life where they're being molded. Like they're still becoming a person. Right. And like that takes that takes a model of someone to look up to. That takes something that you want to become. It just happens in life. And we go to the people that show us discipline, that show us what we need to do. We don't just reason out everything for our uh, for our lives like that's not how life works like we go to the people that mean something to us or our mentors or, or whoever it is in life or just a fictional no, no, character. I agree with I agree with that let me say this really quick the beat was called endless by Aunt Chamberlain I think that you can have role models in your life that teach you positive behavior and if you have good education and good values in a community that you live in that's fine it's when like this weird 
uh, ego trip from the parent comes in and it, it it is literally this thing where you are trying to control this child and socially you are saying this child's good behavior is a depiction of my greatness and that is false. Yeah, I, it think is the, false. I think the overarching point that David is trying to make is that these parents are taking it personally when it's a kids, kid when their kids act out when they should just be like, oh, wait, no, this is just this is a new piece of equipment. Yeah, there's, exactly. There's, there's some bugs here. And it's like that 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 fucking behavior is inside of you. Honestly, yeah. Yo, whenever people start to act a wild, I think about them when they were a child. Uh. And I'm like, yo, this shit's kind of wild, but Damn. shit, they're not realizing right now. Nope, they're they not realizing shit. No. They're not realizing how I was as a kid. They're uh. not realizing that when they hung me upside down and beat me with spoons <laughs> until I was black yo, and brown. Mama's like, Jesus watching while you jerking it. Uh, and I'm like, mom, what the fuck is this? Yo, why we talking about this? I wanna fucking just uh be a little kid, shit. Yo, I never jerked off until I never. was in ninth grade because I was scared about God. Uh. I wasn't gonna do that shit, I wouldn't touch my rod, and when I did, I had to go and sob. Uh, I wouldn't touch it in a fucking normal car or in a bucket. I'd say fuck it. Yeah, I just wanna be a good luck kid and have some charms, lucky charms. Uh, the beat was called Three Caps by Mega Beats. One time, uh, my dad walked in on me looking at porn in the house office room. And he was like, oh, How uh, we were going to have a conversation. <laughs> he said to me, I was going to talk to you about this, but it seems like you figured it out. And that was the end of my sex talk as a, as a teen. My, my sex talk was, oh, shit, you've watched porn. Therefore, you know about sex. And that is how it's handled. And so they put a password on the computer. Eventually, the computer room became a little bit more available after the lockdown. And I was able to use it periodically. And one day when they were gone, I watched porn. And then my dad checked the browsing history and, and, and told my mom. And then the next day at 5 a.m., my mother woke me up. We sat in the kitchen and read Proverbs. And then I went to school all day and felt ashamed. There was a conversation that two friends of mine were having that was sexual. And I avoided it because I was like, no, it's bad. <laughs> and then I went home and I told my mom about how I avoided that conversation. And my mom was like, good. And that is the most ridiculous way of teaching your child who is going through puberty and has having this intense emotional shit, how to not handle sex. Like that shit is fucked. And now. Yeah, I agree. Fucking. I agree. With 20 that. years later, I'm over here trying to mimic that behavior and I'm realizing, oh, these <laughs> kids, most of these kids are being fucked by the people Whoa. who shouldn't have had them. Why are you gay? That's what I'm saying, uh, dude. Like, literally, um, it's insane that I am this far in life. Like, based on the way I was raised, I should be in a fucking ditch outside. Uh, yeah, you know, I think you're doing all right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think based on how you're raised, you're probably on the right trajectory. In theory, you probably could be doing better. No one said no, 100%. On like, if I, I should have a job at a church or something. Yeah. And then, no one's saying you should be your parents, but you now have uh, a book. A pamphlet that tells you what to do and what not to do now. Cause like no, no. I, the pamphlet of what not to do is far greater than the what to do pamphlet. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. The what to do pamphlet is like, don't <laughs> molest your kid. And um, don't let them starve. So dark. Um, and Which they didn't let me starve. They just fucking fed me sugar at 7 a.m. so that I could get the 
first hit of the day going regardless <laughs> man david started this episode by being like yo i got a lot on my mind and it is all coming out it's right all now. coming out right now oh hi mark i don't know that doesn't make sense oh, yeah you know it isn't it's an odd drop i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's gonna be a tough one to get in there i'm gonna hit him with the chris real quick okay. so i gotta freshen up i'll be right back The last beat was called Three Caps by Mega Beats. One beat left. I wonder if that uh, hit him with the Chris. So, like, you think if you hear that, like, three or four times in an episode, it starts to get grating and you start to hate it? No, I think it's uh, the, the familiarity makes you feel like you belong. Okay, hell yeah. The way that, the way that Richard, tune out. the way that Richard did in his family. Mm. What were some best practices in the Moylan home, Richard? You know how I just shared my yeah, tragic. We, we were talking about our archaic cultural practices. Why don't we talk about the, your family's one archaic of the best practices? And I'm a, I'm an advocate for this. Wow, is uh, Advent and Lent. <laughs> like they enforced right. it, where oh you, God, you couldn't Richard. listen. Like there's a certain fasting period before these big holidays. Okay, I'm cool with the fasting. It's good for your health. But like they would enact it and say you would have to give up certain things, like sweets, movies, music. Uh, was the main three. Okay, so like maybe that's just a good thing to do, not for religious reasons, but just like to clean your brain a little bit. And like I'm off porn right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, that you would this? be a good did thing to like this? give up if you're. Like, I feel like you you brought this up on the pod like in January too. Right, well, I wasn't off porn. Uh, Mitch was off porn during that oh, time. Oh, maybe the, yeah. Maybe or we were doing we were this. we had we're doing no fab together, and I lasted like two weeks, and now I'm oh, that was it. Yeah, I'm not I'm it. I'm not on no fab like. Uh, Memory memory jerk offs are permissible. Okay, but I'm off the porn because my brain needs to heal. I seem to recall that was like one of the main points of that uh, Don Juan movie with Joseph oh, Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> Don Juan got it going on. I was jerking on his dong. Yeah, that's just how he is. Whoa. Yo, you know Don Juan ain't yeah, having yeah. kids because he spreads yeah. them all over his keyboard and shit. Uh, yeah, don't talk about that. It's not sexy. Yeah, you always flexing about fucking mopping and cooking and cleaning. Yo, that thing is not appealing. Yo, it's not appealing to me that you always jerk into the pornography. Yo, you should go into your bank of memories and find something sweet and jerk it to me. Uh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson, she was so handsome in that movie. Yeah, I wish I was them. I wish I was with them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm so fucking witty. I'm so fucking witty. Yeah, I just, my pants are feeling shitty because I pooped in them. <laughs> That's right, I had a little accident. That's me, yo, my wiener's flaccid, son. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. It's oh, yeah, the pen. <laughs> I've been trying to get Dave, Richard to bring this oh, out. Oh, Rich, I'm off the porn, dude. Come on. It's, a, it's one of those pens that undresses the chick when you fucking flip it over. Oh, yeah. there it is. Yo. Titties. Isn't that awesome? Oh, and she's got a little bush. Hell yeah old school it's 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 wild because i thought i'd never seen one of those and it took me this long in my life to get to, to see one in, yeah. in person but i'd always seen them like in movies yeah, yeah, and yeah, advertised yeah. in like old comic books and stuff and uh it's just wild that they exist and that richard got it at you got it at your work right no i got it at my last household okay your last household yeah that i was in that i uh, rented it from oh it was just something left behind oh no way it was just in a drawer somewhere yeah. Damn, that's hilarious. That's a good find, Rich. The beat was called Isabella by A.B. It's wild. Could be a haunted pen, like, you know what I mean? Because that house is haunted. Speaking of haunted, October. 
Dude. This is it. Yeah, we're here. We're in October. We um, watched we watched one of our first horror movies of the month. Right, yeah. That would be a good uh, closer. We talk about old, I, I feel. Honestly, I loved it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it obviously had its um, loopholes and weirdness. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the day, I liked it. I feel like it's been out long enough to where we can do some spoilers. Uh, right. Well, if you plan on watching it and you don't want us to spoil it for you, shut this off right now and, you know, support the podcast. And once again, asking for your financial support. <laughs> Maybe email us or send us a DM yeah, or something dude, positive. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it doesn't have to be financial. Just give us some words <laughs> of kindness. We're in, we're in a dark place right are now. Are you delusional? Do, uh, are, do you suffer from a mental illness? Well, we are trying to make get this pot off the ground. So, yeah, I guess you could. Mr. <laughs> Phil, I, or Dr. Phil, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... Use your improper nomenclature, Jesus, dude. Come on, it'd be Put weird to call him Doctor Phil on that. Like, Senor Phil. Yeah. What did they say, Doctor in, in, in Spain? Like, yeah, what's Doctor? Would they say Doctor Phil? Uh, they say Doctor and they say Medico, which is medical. Yeah, but, but they, they wouldn't say Medico Phil. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. With Filiberto. <laughs> he's a he's a burrito doctor. <laughs> um. I like your funny words, Magic Man. Sorry. What was I just talking about? Old. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically, the, the premise is just a, 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 it's a resort in a ethnically ambiguous place. Right. They, they, they don't... They don't. Na- they never That's nail key. down where That's it is. Key. Right. I think it is key. They it's don't either, say it's either Fiji or Cabo yeah, or something like that. Right. There's no. There's not enough brown people for you to pin out what where they're actually at. You right. Know? Like the it's, owner of the of the resort is like a white dude who looks like he's fucking German. Right. And and so anyway, everyone gets sent to this uh this beach. That's that, kind of like a Bermuda Triangle beach. Right. Well, they don't know that at first. They're just they're just under the impression that it's just the local beach that no one knows about, so it's cool to go to and the resort people are like, "Yeah, we'll we'll drive you out there or whatever." A uh, funny uh fact the driver that drives them out there is the writer director of the film, M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night. Uh, so one could argue that maybe they're in uh, India. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say Indonesia. Or they could be in like Strange Bangladesh. Place. Yeah, who knows? It's in, that's not India. Is he Indian? It I had think some, he's Indian. Did I'm anyone sure else get Indian. some weird ass like Kong vibes? Kong? Like the movie with yeah, King with the, Kong? With like the, Jack they, Black? they use like the exact same wall. Like oh uh, I see yeah there was yeah the so, rocks surrounding rocks yeah apparently oh, anyway big thing I, I I guess I don't even know how to really talk about this it was it was it was kind of fun because they go to this beach and then they all just start to age age very rapidly I think it's like every year thirty minutes is a year 30, yeah. yeah something like that thirty so minutes the, is the a kids year. that are there immediately go, start going through puberty and then <laughs> very quickly begin to have sex with each other <laughs> yes they all all of a sudden the kids just start getting horny as shit I thought that was sick which dude. it's it's kind of hilarious well that, it's funny because they went. one of the chicks uh, one of the little girls immediately just like is in her 20s and has tits. Like, she goes from being a six-year-old to wanting to fuck this black guy that's on the beach with her. And uh, my theory is that their emotions are moving quickly as well. Right, yeah. that was. It, it's still just a bizarre thing to, without any discretion, sort of bring to the screen and be like, all right, well, they're getting old. Technically, they're this dude is still six it. years old or whatever. <laughs> Uh, and he just got this chick pregnant. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then and she fucking has the kid immediately because yeah, the pregnancy yeah. develops. It is true that 100% million times better than uh, Candyman, which we spoke of uh, before on, a, yeah. on another podcast. 
Um, I would never watch Candyman again. I'd probably watch old again. You know, maybe. What's well, funny in is year. arguably I, Candyman was a a much better written film. It, it, it had it wasn't like it didn't have any like technical loopholes or anything or, right. or, or I shouldn't say loopholes plot holes is the word i'm looking for there we there. go uh it's it's literally it, it was it was just boring it, yeah. it had a, it had an interesting concept it just didn't hit old was just they they did all the stuff that didn't make sense, but it was entertaining to watch. It was so entertaining. They pull out a massive tumor out of this chick at one point. That yeah, because should... she she's got cancer, and because the t- the the, uh, the beach makes you age, her cancer just grows rapidly. So they pull out this like football sized tumor out of a chick. I and, think that oh, it was cool because while they're doing surgery, the the surgery's rapidly healing too. So they have to keep like pulling her. That was fucking... a, that was a way of them for introducing the idea that it's not rap uh making you age like time isn't passing it's your it's your um your skin cells your biology your cells are your, dying. your cells are no they're just aging extremely from the magnetism or whatever at the end of the day i wanted to bring to light the most glaring plot hole that i thought of and maybe you guys have other plot holes that you've thought of sure uh, that really uh, they don't make the movie bad for me but they do make it be like how do you not like fix this uh, but okay, so at the end of the movie, it's revealed that the the um, so this is the spoiler, folks. the The resort is sending these people to this uh, this uh, this uh, beach where they're rapidly aging, so that they can test medicine on them, so that they can get through trial periods faster. So they they, they have this thing where one of the ladies that's on the island she suffers from seizures, epilepsy, and and they they injected her with some shit before she went to the island, and they found out that this medicine worked for epilepsy because throughout her day on the island, which is the equivalent of like fucking fifty years, fifty years or whatever. She didn't have any seizures, so they're like, "Whoa, we we fucking cured, cured seizures. Epilepsy. This is this island's a good thing, or whatever." Uh, that being said, th- there was o- no one else on the island had been administered any sort of product. They were there was like she was the only one that was like technically a test subject, other than, <laughs> and I'm getting ahead of myself. There was a rapper that uh, had a very funny name. Which I won't talk about yet. Oh my who god! All, who was who was there? Who also had a disease or whatever that they had they had given some medicine to him that they were hoping to test. So, but none of the other people on the beach had ailments that they had given medicine to to test. So, the the theory is that they're supposed to be sending people to this beach to test medicine, but there's only two people in the movie that they actually tested medicine well, on. Everyone else was just like, "Is this just them being cruel?" No, uh, it's them well, saying like they don't have anyone else in their lives. Maybe they're maybe so. they're studying also the like I think with the cancer chick, they were studying how the tumor grows. I don't think like, they knew she had cancer. The, the the resort didn't know that this chick had cancer. Just the tumor. I thought they, yeah, they did because they, she got the pamphlet to go to the resort at the pharmacy. So like the oh, they oh had, they was had, this a was this a resort for people with diseases? It was it was a resort. Did I that miss was, that? The, fully? At one point, they discuss how the people who were at the resort had been targeted with advertising uh, on pharmacy receipts. I okay. Well, then, yeah, my whole point is invalid. I did. I've totally missed that. I and thought then there, that- there was this thing at the, at the end of the movie where they discuss how there is some uh, mistakes being made in the trials because like the one of the lead scientists is talking to this chick being like, I told him that we shouldn't have the mental patients in with the physical uh, illness patients. Uh, yeah. We need to have this changed. 
And then the dude's like, well, yeah, submit your complaint to the corporation or whatever. Like there was this tr- there was this attempt at exposing the flaws in 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 the system that was excusing itself as trying to do this for the greater good because it is true that at the end they're like we are curing hundreds of thousands of people as a result of this um sacrifice it's basically being like we're doing this horrible thing but it's saving millions so it's worth it um yeah i mean spoiler alert what if okay get get this get it so they have this area to use what if they use it for other means like they just threw in someone preparing for a fight in for like a half hour. I don't know it's if that a, would work it, that it, way. A half though. hour is a year, right? Oh, well, you're trying to and maybe you're trying to just, put on muscle really just, fast? Exactly. He just jumps in there, like has like a bunch of stuff with the nutrients right next to him, and he consumes and does push ups, pull ups, and like the and thing just gets shredded. Shredded, walks out, and it's been a year, and he's just boom. Day, I, I, 30 minutes later and this guy's just ripped to shit because if you're you're getting stabbed and you're healing because your cells are coming back together it's healing your body mass too right what if you took anabolic steroids oh, while dude. you're there and what? then and you're then, all, and, and you then get, you're, get and, all of it out and of then your then you're system on like an I, you're on an iv for the protein or whatever and uh you're doing fucking x3 bar Shout out Dr. Jack and, and then, then they just put like a little chamber around you and then they can slowly release the time so they don't have to make it a half hour, but they can stretch it out to maybe maybe six hours is 30 minutes there. You know what I mean? Uh, go watch old guys. If you got through this, it's a pretty cool concept. It, I guarantee at the end of the day, even with the spoiler of the ending, it, it's still fun. It's fucking a fun Juntal, <laughs> whatever the whatever he's that actor's easily name one is one of the worst actors in the film. Because I'm pretty sure he's like a Japanese actor doing an American amer- accent. And it's a fine American accent. It's just. I don't believe it. I don't believe the acting that's paired with it. Yeah. yeah. Like he should have just gone. He should have just done his like Japanese. Maybe the. Oh, or, man. Or, that no, would have set like, off that guy way earlier. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I wonder every iteration I've seen of that dude. He has a, like a semblance of a Japanese accent, even when he's speaking English yeah. or whatever. But in this movie, he was just straight up American accent. That's crazy. So I, 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 part of me thinks that maybe that attributed to me not liking his acting and that he was like trying to I definitely, hard. I definitely didn't love the acting. I mean, it was, it was whatever. <laughs> the acting was pretty fucking bad throughout, like almost entirely. Fuck. Yeah. But, well, uh, 16 I mean, still years without absolute. absolute. What are we going to, what are we going to watch today? What? Oh, we definitely. Uh, well, we we had talked about watching the new Chappelle we special. Should, we should watch oh, that. Oh, Chappelle Which, show. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, Chappelle. I'm, I'm definitely like, I don't have high expectations for it. I I, I heard it's cool. It. He's uh, he's always fucking. He's always bringing the heat. I trust him. And Morgan Freeman's gonna be on there. No, oh, he's in the trailer, Richard. I don't <laughs> oh, think he's in the, in the actual thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> fake news. I knew it. Right. Fake <laughs> marketing. Uh, go fucking support the podcast by liking and subscribing Please. because we need. The numbers uh, we need to be able to, you know, increase our performance without having to bring absolute strangers into our place of, of living. Like you, you understand the risk that we're taking by bringing people on who we haven't really known and disclosing our address to them. They could come back and, you know, steal these mics that aren't fully paid off. Like we're currently in the process of continuing to finance our shit. So if you want to make a donation, hit me up. Um, and once again, asking <laughs> your financial. Richard, I got a feeling we're going to be spamming that one. Any any final words, Richard? Don't buy in 
to the society that you live in. Thank you.